As an Alliant Energy representative, I really enjoy helping businesses save. Today, I visited a business that asked for a free energy audit. After walking through their facility, I let the customers know how much money and energy they could be saving. Plus, I gave them an action plan detailing how to improve their energy efficiency. I showed them how they could save even more with rebates from Alliant Energy on equipment upgrades. If you are interested in saving energy and money, schedule a free energy audit at AlliantEnergy.com slash energy audit. Find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC. No matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling, there's a premium and capable GMC truck that's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site, out in the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500. Or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative canyon. Explore our inventory online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC. We are professional grade. You're listening to the Huddle Up Podcast with Chad Jensen and Zach Kelberman. Join Broncos Country's deep divers at milehighhuddle.com and sound off. And now it's time to drop some knowledge. Okay, after much ado, we are live, but we got to let it breathe just for a moment. Apologies for our tardiness today. This is entirely my fault. Wasn't me. My fault. I had some things come up that kept me much longer today than I anticipated. But hey, welcome in to the Huddle Up podcast presented, as always, by Mile High Huddle. I'm your host, Chad Jensen. With me, as always, my partner in crime. You know him. You love him. He is the deputy editor of MileHighHuddle.com. He is Zach Kelberman. Zach, AJ Bouye, he languished out there on the free agent market for a while, finally got picked up and signed which to me was still a little bit of a surprise considering the fact that he has to open up two, was it two games, right? He, yeah. he missed the last four in Denver. So two games suspended. They lost uh, from what I gathered in writing that article, obviously we don't cover the Panthers. So I'm not abreast of their secondary, but they lost two cornerbacks this off season. And uh, he's going to slide right in from what I can tell uh, in Carolina as a starting cornerback on the boundary. Once he does serve those suspensions it took him two months, though, Chad, from when the Broncos cut him to finding a new home. I'm just surprised he found one so early when you have other talent languishing on the open market. But A.J. Boye, a falling-off veteran cornerback, still serving a suspension, found a home. It's just it's a, it's a funny business, that NFL. More uh, cornerback news. Trust me, guys, we're going to get to some draft speculation. We're going to get to some quarterback speculation. But in other cornerback news, a little closer to home, the Denver Broncos moved on from late season acquisition, Nate Hairston. And I know, Zach, you had the article for Mile High Huddle. So for those who might have missed that development today, bring everyone up to speed. Well, I appreciate Ashton in the comments here uh, reminding me that my mic was not connected properly. Hopefully, Chad, you guys can hear me good now. Yep, uh, good. So, so, yes, Nate Hairston, the former Ravens defensive back who the Broncos plucked off their practice squad in December, he was waived or released from the offseason roster today. But as Mike Kliss said, he reported on Twitter, it's a procedural move and a temporary move. Nate Hairston is expected to re-sign with the Broncos tomorrow, likely at a reduced contract for the veterans minimum. He was slated to make $990,000 for the upcoming season. I would venture to guess, like Bosby last year, they cut him to bring him back at a reduced cost. Yeah, I mean, we never really got to see much of, of Nate Hairston last year. The the corner that the Broncos acquired late, who I actually liked, was Parnell Motley. That right. guy is intriguing to me. He's got some scrap to him. He's got some 
I don't know. I think he could be something. You keep him under the wing of Vic Fangio and Ed Donatel and trying to remember who the new uh, – what was the guy's name? The new DB's coach that just got hired replacing uh, Ronaldo Hill. But nevertheless, it's a nice little DB brain trust that has led to some pretty prolific development in players at the position over the last 10, 15, even 20 years in the NFL. Parnell Motley, don't sleep on him. He might end up coming in and – you know, being like a like a Devonte Bosby, where I get all hyped up and excited yeah. about him, and then he kind of fizzles out. But then again, he could be a Chris Harris type, maybe not that great, but someone that ends up sticking and, and carving out a role. Yeah, as I wrote, uh, it's not looking good for Harrison to make the final roster, especially on defense if he wants to see some playing time. I mean, you have a Sang Bassey, you have Kevin Tolliver, and like you mentioned, Parnell Motley, and that's behind Ronald Darby, Kyle Fuller, Bryce Callahan, and Michael Ojemudia. And then, Chad, as we know, the Broncos likely will draft a cornerback or two uh, later this month. So if Harrison wants to make the 53, 55, whatever the roster is going to be this year, um, he has to make his bones for Tom McMahon on specials. Otherwise, it's a long hill to climb on defense. All right, guys, you know what time it is, all right? It is our favorite podcast of the week. And even though, you know, our uh, our live streams have become, you know, the last two years, ever since we moved exclusively each pod to be in a live pod, they've become little mini mile-high mailbags every single day. But still, we treasure Thursday because on Thursday, it's mile to traditional mile-high mailbag day. And that's when we take a peek. We are your football priests, right? We're here to offer you the absolution and answers to your burning Broncos questions. And we try to be a little bit more, a lot more democratic in our question selection on Mile High Mailbag Day. Of course, we're still going to make sure we get to every single Super Chat superstar, both on YouTube and Facebook. But we're also going to try and spread it out a little Facebook, regular YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. So get your questions in. and We'll be keeping an eye out. Uh, We're going to get to that here in just a moment. Talk about some of the latest speculation some of the buzz the most bona fide insider in denver addressing the teddy bridgewater situation and the unique specific conditions that would have to be met in order for him to land in denver we're going to get to all that here in just a second first we got to say thank you to the presenting sponsor of tonight's live stream podcast manscaped listen up gang it's we're we're, here we are in spring now right we're uh, nearing tax day we're a week away from tax day which means hey Mm -hmm. baby it's spring hopefully you got your your weed and feed on your lawn Hopefully you're starting to uh, break out the shorts and maybe you're even, you know, tank top or two. That's why you got to take your manscaping, your male grooming to a whole other level. And Manscaped can help you do that. They've helped over 2 million men just like you, just like me, just like Zach, take their male grooming to that level. And you got to check them out, Zach. It's from everything from the, from the colognes to the actual shaving tools, to the little different accoutrements that go along with the Manscaped offering. It is a no brainer. And in fact, it's not only a no brainer, I would say this now, and I do say this to every person I meet, every dude I know, Manscaped is a must. Like, it's a requirement. You should be signed up for Manscaped because their products, I mean, every dude should have it. It's a requirement. It's a must. It's a prerequisite if you want to look better and feel better about yourself, Chad. And what male or human being out there does not want that? And some of you guys may have noticed, I'm not going to make it about myself, but, you know, I'm rocking the polo today. I'm not wearing a hat. I feel better about myself. And that's because I can attest, I've used the lawnmower 3.0 right before the podcast. I trimmed up. I'm not going to do it live on air, but I trimmed up the sides. I trimmed up underneath. And you just feel better. And when you feel better about yourself, you perform better in your job and leave 
leisure, at any situation, at any time. You want to look better and feel better about yourself, regardless whether you're at home, whether you're being virtual, whether you're working, whether you're walking around, or whether you're sitting in your house staring at your wall. Manscaped allows you in any circumstance to look better and feel better, and I guarantee you it's an essential uh, material for any guy out there. Guys, everything from the crop mop right, to the refined cologne to the conditioner that is, I mean, there's so many cool little things to help you take it to a whole other level. Trust me, if you're sleeping on it, ignorance might be bliss, but in this case, you're selling yourself short. So go to manscaped.com, use the code HUDDLE, and you'll get 20% off plus free shipping. And your boys down below, they'll send you a little letter in the mail and say, thank you, thank you, thank goodness, appreciate you. Thank you in all caps, for sure. Get 20% off, guys, and free shipping with the code HUDDLE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And remember, use the code HUDDLE. John, as I go through quick matters of business, then we're diving right into the stream. Um, We need, I'm sitting here at, I'll tell you where I'm at. I've got Andy at 635. As far as our superstars, we're missing uh, Fat Cats, Dakota, and Tom, just FYI, that trio. Uh, Real quick, guys. We didn't get to do this yesterday, so reminder, follow the podcast on Twitter, at HuddleUpPod, and while you're at it, the main account, at MileHighHuddle. My partner, Zach Kelberman, you can check with him, follow him on Twitter, at KelbermanNFL, myself, at Chad and Jensen, and then, of course, our great producer, who works very, very hard behind the scenes, and not just on the ones and twos, Zach, but on, on social media and engaging with our community, at John K. MHH. Also, guys, have you bit the bullet? Have you officially pulled the trigger on becoming a supporter of Mile High Huddle on Facebook? If you haven't, you're missing out, dude, because we're in the dog days of draft season. You get the trickle zone every Saturday, our premium video content, every Saturday, noon mountain time. And then on Sunday, the flagship of our premium offering up to this point, Kelberman's Corner, which I don't know what is it, Zach, I think episode 13. I think it's 13. Yes, sir. Guys, you want in on that. And yes, we have some big plans for VIP and premium offering coming to our YouTube uh, programming, our channel. But for now, it's Facebook. So mosey on over there. It's only five bucks a month. Subscribe. You get access to that content. It supports Mile High Huddle. And it's you're woven all the more closely into MHH. So Facebook.com slash Mile High Huddle. Click the big blue button. You're in like Flynn. And then tonight, guys, at the end of the podcast, Zach, please don't let me forget. We're going to announce the winners of the last two weeks of our giveaway on Huddle Up Podcast Facebook. If you're wondering what that is, you're scratching your head, all right? We are, if you're following, if you're both liking and following our Huddle Up Podcast Facebook page, you are automatically entered into the giveaway randomly selected each week. And there's no stopping it. We're, this is an open-ended deal. We'll give away a T-shirt, a hat, a mug each and every week to someone randomly selected. So long as you are both liking and following the page, you can see here how to find it. Easiest thing is Facebook. Everyone has it on their phone. Open the app, search Huddle Up Podcast, like, follow, and you have hedged your bet. Last thing, guys, all right? Check out the merch store, huddleuppod.com. Get your swag on. We've kind of come off this a little bit, Zach, in terms of like, I don't want to say just emphasizing. We haven't been emphasizing what's available to our great community on the merch store, huddleuppod.com. Hats, the trucker hat, the let them hate t-shirt, the football priest hat, mile high huddle t-shirts, little something for everybody, men, uh, women, kids. There's even some some merch for toddlers, for for babies, children. Go check it out. It's another way to support what we're doing here. Yes. You're wearing it as well, Chad. The polos that we can get 
it, they're fire. Hey, that, again. that looks dope. The, I love the white on black. It's very, very custom nice. made. This is one of one, guys. It's exclusive. Very nice. Um, and if you're not in a position to do those things, supporting the channel financially, it's all good, guys. We're seriously just stoked to have you with us. We do ask that you do these three things, though. I know we're we're uh, you know we're a little demanding, right? We're a little high maintenance. We're asking all these things of you. Calls to action here, calls to action there. But you guys respond, all right? And we appreciate it. We love you. That's why we keep bringing the heat day in and day out. Seven podcasts a week, one every single day. Subscribe, especially key on YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple. Like this video. Crucial, guys. If you're on YouTube or Facebook, you guys have no idea how much that helps us. And the number three is, hey, we might not always agree on every single issue, but if you at least respect the effort, share this video out there. Help us continue to grow and reach new like-minded Broncos fans just like you. Find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC. No matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling, there's a premium and capable GMC truck that's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site out on the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500, or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative canyon. Explore our inventory online at woodhousebuickgmc.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC, we are professional grade. What makes for a great vacation? Depends on who you ask. Are you looking to get away or bring everyone together? Do you want to get outside and play? Or see a play at the plate. Fortunately, however you operate, I'm the destination you've been looking for. The name's Missouri, but you can call me Mo. And I have just one question. What's your MO? To find your MO, tap now. Or for information on safe travel, come see me at visitmo.com. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or a girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies push boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They push girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promotes surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. All right, real quick, John. I'm going to grab Andy. Oh, you got fat cats. Good. There he is. Fat cats always. I mean, Zach, I'm trying to think when's the last time the first super chat of the night was not fat cats. I mean, I can think of one or two exceptions in the last month or so you're, you're bringing the thunder, my friend, bonafide superstar. He says, just because appreciate you and reach out. Let's uh, I think it's about time we, we get you on the show. I mean, if you're into that, right. Not everyone wants to go on camera and, and be scrutinized and, all that. So we understand if you don't want to, but if you would be interested, we can bring you on for one of our superstar segments, which we're doing every Wednesday night. So appreciate you, Fat Cats. Thank you, PK. Appreciate you. Um, let me see, John. How about um, Tom or Dakota? And if not, I'll grab Andy. Let me should I grab Andy? Dakota. Dakota, you're you're the man, dude. You were there last night. Last night's pod. You were there uh, the day before when we were uh, podcasting on Scott Kennedy's channel. Really appreciate you, my friend. He says, just thought I'd say what's up. 
Go Broncos, Denver Broncos for life. <clears throat> Appreciate you, dog. Really do. Means a lot. Uh, we need Tom El Greco up there north of the 49th parallel, proving that Broncos country is not a geographic location, baby. It is a state of being. It's wherever you are. Tom's in Canada, and we love him. He says, if the Broncos in the draft traded with the Falcons for the fourth pick, Atlanta offers Matt Ryan in exchange for Drew Locke and their second and third round picks, would you guys accept it? Thanks, guys. All right, so if you were to get Matt Ryan in Denver – Wait, wait, wait. You're trading. So the Falcons are giving up the fourth pick and Matt Ryan for your first, your second, your third, and Drew Locke. That is just not going to happen, dude. That's just, it's not a feasible scenario unless I'm misreading the syntax there. I don't think you are because I read it the exact same way. And uh, I don't know if Casey Martin is in the chat tonight because he took umbrage with me saying sloppy seconds, but I'll say it again. I don't want any team sloppy seconds, and that includes the Falcons. Uh, As good as Matt Ryan was, I think he's in the back nine of his career, and I think he's going to end up retiring in Atlanta. So, no, if the Broncos do not run it back with Locke this season, I would prefer they keep along that younger route. They have the right mindset. They have the right idea with Drew Locke. They have to stay on that avenue because that's the way the NFL is going. You don't win titles anymore. Unless you're Tampa Bay, there's one exception and one exception only. You don't win titles with bought or rented quarterbacks. It does not happen in this day and age. Listen, I still think Matt Ryan's got a little juice left in the tank, especially after talking with Scott Kennedy. He's not going to blow the doors down and you know, but I think if you if you have the pieces in place defensively, you know, and Atlanta doesn't right now, which is why you know they need to trade back. They need to stockpile picks. Um, if you have that defense in place, you got the weapons there in Atlanta. You can still win with Matt Ryan if those conditions are met. Andy, appreciate you, dog. Good to see you. You've really come on strong lately, and we see you and we appreciate you. He says, "Here's a would you rather for the first two picks in a trade back scenario." Tevin Jenkins, that's the Oklahoma State tackle, who's just a violent, mean, just badass. I, I love watching that dude play football. Uh, and Baron Browning or JOK and Eric Stokes. So for the Broncos, first mm. two picks in the draft, first, second round, if it was a, if that was just your only options, um, I'm going with uh, – I'm taking the former. I'm going with Jenkins Browning. Yep. I wouldn't want to double up on defense. And you talk about JOK, you talk about Stokes. Those are two more project guys, I feel like, than instant day one ready starters. And you're kind of putting all your eggs in the defensive basket. Getting Jenkins would allow you to solve that right tackle problem while also allowing you to help out your defense with running backs, tight ends, and pass coverage. So, yeah, that's a great scenario. But in that, I'm taking uh, Jenkins and uh, Browning. Guys, there I haven't seen a more violent – bully offensive tackle enter the draft uh, since probably Garrett Bowles. There might be another one I'm missing in between because uh, I've, I've, I've kind of been a little bit hurried today. My, my thoughts might not be quite as focused as they would usually be, but I'm telling you, Tevin Jenkins, he's still raw. He still has some work to do technically, but Mike Munchak's a guy that can develop a guy like that. If the Broncos were, I wouldn't want him at nine, But if the Broncos traded back into the late first round and took Tevin Jenkins under whatever condition, I don't care what it is, I would be A-OK with that. That dude is a future stud in the league. And, man, it's just fun to watch him ball. He's he's just a really interesting player. I would love him on this line for sure. All right, let me see here. I'm going to try and uh, find us some. And, by the way, guys, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, 
everybody, YouTube, get them in, and we'll we'll do our best to get to as many as possible tonight. Edward Keating, a bona fide superstar. Love you, buddy. We don't need Teddy Bridgewater. Drew Locke, 2021. Uh, thanks, Chad and Zach, Denver Broncos for life, state of being, and let them hate. Let them yeah, hate, so, baby. So here's the latest. In fact, bear with me one sec. Uh, let me pull up a, a tweet from our uh, Mile High Huddle's Luke Patterson who does a great job day in and day out of keeping tabs on some of the uh, interviews that take place on the fan that, uh, you know, he's, he's the, our ear on the floor, so to speak, make sure we don't miss anything. Uh, here's what he said today. Quote, this is Luke recapitulating Zach, something that Mike Kliss told uh, Stokely and Zach, which is the noon to three show on the fan quote. This is Luke. Mike Kliss of nine news was asked by Stokely and Zach, if the Broncos are interested in Panthers quarterback Teddy Bridgewater, I think they're in on Teddy Bridgewater, says Cliss, which is no news. We heard that day before yesterday that was, you know, we heard that was going to be a thing, and we, it adds up. He goes on, I really think most teams are interested in Bridgewater if Carolina releases him. The Broncos would be interested in Bridgewater competing with Drew Locke Either Carolina has to pay some sort of guarantee or release him. And then last thing on with regard, actually, I'm going to hold on on this last thing. I'll save that for a minute here. So Zach, as we looked at it last night, right. When we we kind of deep dive a little bit on the Teddy issue, his contract has some pretty serious dead money on it. And it's a $23 million cap hit. It's like a $17 million base salary. So what, what Cliss is being told, or maybe he's just, this is his own speculation. I tend to assume it's the former. Um, the Broncos would be down to give up a little capital to land Teddy Bridgewater, but the the Panthers are going to have to absorb probably half of that, that cap hit. They're not going to take that entire contract. So it's not just a matter, Zach, of Teddy Bridgewater having to renegotiate his contract. That, that is a component to this. It's more about – are the Panthers willing to assume some of that load if the Broncos were to cut a deal, give them a fourth round pick or whatever? We'll pay seven, eight, nine million. You pay the rest. I still don't think it's a certainty that he's even off the Panthers roster. I mean, again, I mentioned this yesterday. Sam Darnold isn't exactly Rodgers or Mahomes where he's just this all-world quarterback and you can set it and forget it. There's a very real possibility Darnold either bombs, Darnold gets injured, Bridgewater could get that job back by default. I just don't see the point personally in giving up capital and taking on even seven, eight million bucks for Bridgewater when you can do better in the draft. He's he's a non-starter to me in terms of a hedge, in terms of a mentor. He doesn't do much. So even at a reduced rate, I understand what Cliss is saying, but it's pretty much in the wait-and-see mode. Yes, he's under contract right now at a certain price. Yes, the Broncos would have interest, but it's all theoretical because he is too expensive, and for now the Panthers are not budging from that contract. See, it's very important understanding the Teddy Bridgewater situation to – to understand the posture, all right? No one on this show, and I don't even think Cliss or the Broncos at all, are saying, hey, look, all the fans out there that, that are in the camp pining for some sort of a you know quick fix quarterback upgrade over Drew, Teddy's going to be that guy for us. No one, That's not what this is. If Teddy Bridgewater is acquired and lands in Denver, he comes in more so as the number two to push Drew, provide a little competitive anxiety, try and bring out the best in Drew and himself, and then serve as that, oh, crap, true fail-safe in the event that Locke either A, fails to launch in his last swing at the plate or gets hurt. And getting hurt is a very real possibility. So is him failing to launch. But let's not forget, 
as much as I'm a I'm a Drew fan in terms of I still think that 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 potential is there. He's missed time with an injury in each of his two NFL seasons, so you got to hedge against that. And look, we can talk about the the virtues of Brett Rippon all day long, but Jeff Driscoll, he's your most experienced quarterback from a year's perspective. Drew has way more starts now than Jeff Driscoll does in the NFL, but from you know tenure and being in the league, Jeff's your most experienced veteran. No, you you do need a hedge regardless of what you do. Like if if let's say you don't um, you completely ignore the quarterback Zach in the draft, you need to bring in a veteran that's competent. So at that point, the question just simply becomes: at what cost? At what value? What does that mean to you if you're George Payton? And from what it sounds like, Zach, he, for the right guy, it's actually worth quite a lot because it's going to cost a draft pick and a few million bucks on the cap this year. If it ends up being Teddy, find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC. No matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling, there's a premium and capable GMC truck that's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site, out on the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500, or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative Canyon. Explore our inventory online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC. We are professional grade. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. But, you know, what the point that you laid out is my biggest drawback to a potential marriage. Let's say they do pick up Bridgewater and it's Locke and Bridgewater as the main quarterbacks with uh, Bridgewater being the hedge and Locke being the starter. What happens if Locke bombs or Locke gets hurt and Bridgewater's uninspiring? It, my fear is if you pick up Bridgewater, you're going to bypass quarterback in the draft completely. And I'm okay bypassing it in round one, but I think they should come away with some sort of quarterback in this draft. Second round, third round, fifth round, seventh round, I don't care. But you want to have a younger guy always developing in the system. You want to always have uh, more irons in the in the in the fire, so to speak, Chad. And they don't they wouldn't have that with Bridgewater. Who would you be left with? Locke, who's in the make or break year. Bridgewater, who I think is a career backup, and you'd have uh, Brett Rippon, who's a career backup. So it, I'd rather save the millions of bucks, get a cost-controlled guy, maybe in the second round, maybe in the third round, Davis Mills, Kellen Mond, they're higher upside, 
the Broncos would be able to handpick that quarterback after scouting him rather than settling on Bridgewater just because he's available and just because he knows George Payton. So it's it's a leap that I would not be willing to make, at least if you brought in an Alex Smith or if you would have brought in a, a Andy Dalton, they would have taught Locke something. They, he can learn from those type of quarterbacks. Those are true mentors. What is Locke going to really learn from Bridgewater? That's not a rhetorical question. I really want to know that. Hey, let, let me ask you this. Uh, and this is I'm really asking. What do you think it is, whatever value Teddy Bridgewater has in the eyes of NFL coaches and GMs, whatever that is, what is it? Like, what do you think has kept Teddy Bridgewater afloat in the league, let's just say the last three, four years after his departure from Minnesota? It's that it's the association. He's Teddy Bridgewater. He's Teddy Two Gloves. He had the injury. There's always that untapped potential that every coach thinks he's the one that can break through. Well, he no coach has broken through with Teddy Bridgewater, whether it's in Minnesota, New Orleans, or Carolina last year. He had Sean Payton and Joe Brady trying to get the best out of Bridgewater, and both of those teams moved on and bypassed him for other options. I just think the allure, for some reason, the name cachet of Teddy Bridgewater is higher and more impactful than the actual play on the field. I think there's something to that, but I also think that he has value because he's a quarterback that coaches can trust. It's not a quarterback in terms of, you know, you trust Peyton Manning to go up there and put 32 points on the board every single game. I mean, by trust, you're not going to throw away the game plan. Now, like last year, his 11 picks, wasn't it? I think 15 touchdowns, 11 picks. You know, that was uh, actually out of character for Teddy Bridgewater. That's the most interceptions he's ever thrown in a single year. And even then, it wasn't egregious. It was 11 picks. I mean, it wasn't terrible. I think coaches, I think the reason he's had a little staying power, why teams have been willing to pay him a little money over the last few years, and the Panthers paid him, paid him, right? Panthers gave him three years, $63 million last year. I think it really comes down to teams trust him as a competent starter. Now, I think last year finally exposed for once once and for all the any notion that Teddy can come in and be a franchise quarterback and carry a team and be the, a long-term guy, that has gone down the drain. And hopefully Teddy, you know, maybe Teddy's not willing to confront that quite yet, but Teddy is a bridge guy now. He's a bridge guy. He's a spot starter. He's a fail-safe. And I still think that could present some value to the Denver Broncos. Let's grab Michaela real quick. Uh, she's been very patient. The the Duchess, right, of MHH. Love that. Appreciate your generosity you, and Michaela. support. Day yeah. in, day out, Michaela. She says, everyone is acting like the first four quarterbacks are going to take the league by storm. Most drafted QBs, even in the first round, turn average uh, or bus. Turn out average, turn average, turn out average bus or bus. I'm not sure uh, what she's saying exactly, but. We won't turn into champs even if we draft one. What is your opinion? Hashtag MHH. Let them hate. Hey, love you. Here's my opinion. I'm I'm totally – Zach, hey, look, if you are in the front office and you've given up on Drew Locke, if that's your position, then you owe it to yourself to do what you can to get a quarterback this year. I don't think the Broncos feel that way, though. Again, right. and I've talked to some bona fide sources. I'll just put it that way. The view inside the building of Drew Locke is significantly rosier than the outside. All right. But that being said, look, if the quarterbacks in the first round, one of the reasons I'm against it this year, Zach, aside, take, take drew out of the equation just for a second. A quarterback in the first round this year is not going to help you win this year. There are exceptions to the rule. RG three, Andrew luck, 2012. They're the exceptions that prove the rule. Look at Justin Herbert set the league on fire last year. 
breaking records at the quarterback position, couldn't save Anthony Lynn's job. Chargers couldn't get over 500. And even the most dynamic, prolific rookie seasons, I, I think Lamar's another good example of, a, of an exception that proves the rule. Patrick Mahomes, he was a year two guy when he took the league right. by storm. Most of the time, even the best, most gifted, talented studs at quarterback that come out of the draft, they can't make that impact in year one. It's it's usually year two and beyond when, when you start to, to, to reap those dividends. And Vic Fangio, hey, my dude has to win now. Like he can't afford to roll the dice on another young guy, giving the ball away left and right as he takes his NFL lumps and goes through the trial and error learning curve. And the ones that succeed in year one, the rarities, they succeed because they're in the right ideal situation, because they're thrust into the opportunity, uh, but they're around significant talent. They have probably great defenses or running games and buoyed by the most important thing, great coaching. So if you want to throw Trey Lance, who is, I think, the rawest quarterback among the big five, into the mix in his first year, and you want to put him under the the guidance or the tutelage of Pat Shermer, it's just a bad situation. So yeah, if you take a quarterback this year, it's for the years and beyond. But I did see something on Twitter uh, a few days ago. It outlined the the when you trade up for a quarterback in round one, more often than not, people don't realize this. Those quarterbacks bust. It's actually uh, prohibitive to move up for a quarterback. You know the 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 the, the Wences of the world and all the quarterback trades that have taken place to get those guys, and it's you give up a lot of capital, and for the same thing Michaela said, there's no guarantee. And this question reminds me of the questions, Chad, we were getting about Deshaun Watson and that mythical 10-year guarantee he would have brought to Denver if they would have acquired him. There's no guarantee, and that's for the same reason everyone's talking about Trevor Lawrence as this generational quarterback, this future Hall of Famer right away without taking a single snap. I don't see that yet. There's a very real possibility he can be a bust, just as a, a possibility he can go to the Hall of Fame. There is nothing certain about the NFL, surely about a rookie quarterback. So I agree with that comment wholeheartedly. All right, let's grab Christian. Good to see you, my friend. He's been away for a little while on uh, vacation, I believe. We've missed you, my friend. Good to have you back. He says, hey, boys, I'm finally back. I missed the pod. Haven't kept up on much news, but three weeks till the draft. More and more mocks have us trading up to pick four for a quarterback. I don't like it. It'll take a ton. Hashtag Denver Broncos for life. Yeah, we feel you, man. Uh, and especially just this week in particular, like once the Niners made that power play to get to three, four immediately became the new pivot point, right? That's the bottleneck. And the game changed. What was it, Zach? Monday or Tuesday? It was either Monday or Tuesday when Schefter reported that the new GM down there, <clears throat> Terry Fontenot, who Broncos fans are at least familiar with a little bit from his interviews here just a couple months back, is open for business. He is open to trading that pick. From what I've heard, though, um, I believe I, I can't. I believe Fontenot wants to draft Trey Lance and Arthur Smith, the new head coach there. He wants to stick with Matt Ryan. So there's already reportedly some sort of power struggle about what to do with quarterback. Don't discount Atlanta staying put. I've been saying this over and over and over again. Even though Scott Kennedy, uh, who we had on yesterday, he thinks it's fait accompli. They're going to move down from that pick. I can see them easily sitting at that spot and taking a quarterback like Trey Lance if he falls that far because Fontenot has final say. He is the GM. So we'll have to see how that pick breaks down if they hold on to it, Chad, uh, come later this month. Find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC. No matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling, there's a premium and capable GMC truck that's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site. 
out on the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500, or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative canyon. Explore our inventory online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC, we are professional grade. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or a girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. We got Josh Ostrom in the house. Josh, I found you on Twitter, uh, I don't know, two weeks ago. I'm like, hey, that's our Josh. And then I lost you. What's your Twitter handle, dude? Tell us in the comments. John will keep an eye out. We like keeping in touch and keeping the conversation going with our superstars. Uh, appreciate you. He goes, I'd trade an empty bottle of Gatorade for Teddy B. So he's he's uh, bearish on the prospect of, of Teddy Bridgewater in Denver, Zach. Depends on the flavor, too. If it's red or orange, I'm not even trading that. <laughs> Dave from Georgia, good to see you, brother. Hope you're doing well. Appreciate you. And uh, we're looking forward to having you on the show here very, very soon. Uh, superstar segment. Let me just recount this real quick. Bring everybody up to speed. Next week is Dave from Georgia. And then the 28th is Crudum. And then we get into May. So the 21st, we got something special cooked up. Some of you by now know what that is. But we'll announce it in uh all its glory here at the end of the show. Appreciate you, Dave. Who's your favorite to absolutely ball out and who will disappoint? Broncos country, let them hate. State of being. Zach and Chad, you guys are the best. Love you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. All right. Zach, who's your pick for the Broncos this year on roster to ball out and who is going to crap the bed? I have two. I'm, I'm going to avoid the quarterback entirely. I'm going to stick with Draymond Jones as my breakout player. I think he's in for a Pro Bowl season working on that defensive line with Bill Collar and those linebackers and that secondary. But on that same note, that secondary, I think for the money, and I'm going to make the argument I made against Melvin Gordon last year, not necessarily the player. I just think Ronald Darby won't do enough to justify the contract. That's all. $10 million bucks a year. He doesn't. He's not known to really create turnovers, make interceptions. Uh, if he doesn't stay healthy for all 16 games, he's had some injury problems in the past. Uh, that would be my pick to disappoint on defense anyway. First thing that comes to mind is Darby. All right, I'll tell you mine. All right, there, there's a few candidates for both that come to mind off the cuff, but I'm going to start with the disappointment. The guy that's going to crap the bed. It's one of my maxims that you guys hear me use on this show quite a bit, and that is 
the best predictor of future behavior is past behavior. Jawan James is going to disappoint again this year. Even if he doesn't, even if he chooses to show up to the facility and, and like Fangio and Peyton said, we've talked to him and he plans on playing and he's excited to come back. But even if that happens, Zach, the odds of this dude being on the field enough, long enough to make an impact, in my opinion, are extremely low. So that's who I'm tapping to be that disappointment. And as far as the breakout guy, look, I'm tapping Jerry Judy to, to stomp onto the, onto the NFL scene. And if not Judy, fan, I'm putting them right there together. Uh, in terms of like Pro Bowl caliber, provided they get the QB play. We'll see. Uh, appreciate you, Dave. All right, real quick here. We got Travis Weber. That's two nights in a row, Travis. Two nights in a row, dog. You are on fire. We appreciate you. Great to have you in the chat. We'll keep an eye out for any any questions that you might have. Uh, we got also Contender View, who's come on strong very, very much so lately. Appreciate you, my friend. Great to connect with you as well on Twitter. He says, I heard the Washington football team is looking for a trade partner to move up and grab a quarterback. Let's see if we can get a haul from them. Roll with Locke, build a fortress. Interesting. Um, I'm not sure where Washington is drafting. I was going to ask. I don't know I'll what look. pick they have. I'll look it up, but um, let me go NFL draft order real quick. If it's not too far down, I would not mind moving back with them and getting that extra second rounder, third rounder, and still taking a Micah Parsons, let's say, or still taking a JOK, um, maybe Rashawn Slater or Penny Sewell if they fall. I don't know. what is it like 15? 19. 19. 19, okay. So, yeah, it's, I don't know that I would go that far down only because you're really limiting yourself as to the blue chip prospects on the board at that point. Uh, if they have someone that they're, they think could be around, like – Caleb Farley, I mean, would they move down to 20 or 19, whatever, for him, maybe to take him? But you risk going that far and losing Michael Parsons, losing a Slater, losing a Sewell, losing a JOK, Zayvon Collins. So I don't know. What about you? You know, I think the Washington football team is uh, – look, I respect Ron Rivera, but that team is a mess. And I'm just not convinced a quarterback of the top five is going to still be there at pick nine like – this could be a crazy ass draft, Zach. Where yeah. you got five Qs going off the board in the top eight. I mean, Carolina could still draft a quarterback, depending on if they if they deal Teddy away between now and then. But we'll see. I'm but, but I'm very amenable. Like that's one of my, you know, I have my heart set on a few different blue chippers. But barring that, I'm totally cool with the trade back, stockpile picks, rebuild that defense, the depth because the starters on paper. Dope, right? You got a great starting defense on paper. What the Broncos still lack at several positions, Zach, is depth, especially on defense. But if they want to come up, we know that's for a quarterback. So the Broncos have all the leverage. I'd be like, Washington, you want to come to nine? Okay, the conversation starts with Chase Young. You give us him, and you have a deal. All right, I'm going to grab Josh's. Charlie Beagle has a question. I'll grab Charlie. And then we have a very generous super from Joshua Shadow. It's good to see you again, dog. Starting with Josh Alstrom again. Appreciate you, bro. That's two super chats in one night. You demand. That's a compliment going back to his, I'd give up a bottle of Gatorade for Teddy. Um, because I've said I'd throw a person who <laughs> wants foals in jail. Yeah, we, we got you. We got you. Uh, Charlie, would you trade not, would you trade now, not knowing who will be there at four and just take whoever? Um, no, you only trade. So, so So you have to make a little bit of an assumption, right? And it's not really too much of a reach. You're assuming, Zach, uh, either Lance, Fields, or Jones are going to be there at four because mathematically 
that's, um, you know, it's possible. So you only make that move up if you're in love with one of those guys or two of those guys, you know, um, which again, Hey, George Payton's got an up close scratch and sniff look at Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields took Mike Shula, the quarterback's coach with him to scout the pro days. If he's going to fall in love with any of those guys, I think it would have happened by now. That's just my own. That's my take. Cause look, you think Fontenot just decided on Monday that he's open for business? No, I'm sure they've been getting calls for a while, but it's just now hitting the wire that so they can create a little outside scrutiny, a little outside buzz, you know, try and build some momentum because they want to deal out of that pick and stockpile some some darts. Two other conditions is the Broncos don't care who they draft at quarterback at number four. They, they're good with any quarterback that falls to him, and I don't see Peyton operating that way. If he's in love with one, he has his guy in mind and not just leaving it to chance. Or if they move to four, they don't care who they draft. It's a non-quarterback. It can be anyone on the board, just the pick of the litter. And again, I don't think Peyton will do that again as well, giving up that draft capital for a non-quarterback, and not just that, a, a quarterback, if he went that route, that wasn't his choosing, like Lance, like Fields, like Mac Jones, whoever is his guy. By the way, John, Travis Weber did put in a question. I'm going to grab him after we, we grab Joshua here. Man, just blows our hair back. Thank you so much, Joshua. You support us on YouTube. You support us on Facebook. I know you read the articles, and we just we appreciate you, man. I mean, Seriously, this level of support and from all of our superstars and our supporters on Facebook allows us to continue to carve out. Like I'm running late. I'm juggling a family. I'm juggling, you know, uh, the, the website and everything else. We carve out this time because of you guys. All right. We make sure it happens because of you guys. And so, Josh, you're a big part of that. And you really come on strong, you know, last three, four months, I want to say. And we appreciate it. He says, thank you guys for always being there to discuss our beloved Broncos being from Iowa. I'm either surrounded by Packers or Chiefs fans. This offseason is exciting. Hashtag state of being. Hashtag uh, F the Raiders and Chiefs. Word. Appreciate you, Doc. Thank you so much, Josh. Yes, thank you. And uh, we hope you enjoy all the shows every night. We, uh, we hope to be your bastion of heaven every single four nights a week. So we appreciate you. Travis, hey, guys. Good evening to you both. Going back to the QB situation, I saw a couple mock drafts. And, yes, they are mock drafts. But one is saying that we take Lance, the other fields. Who do you prefer? Of those two, like if push came to shove and you said, no, 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 you guns to your head, you either have to take one of those two quarterbacks for the Broncos or the trigger's getting pulled. I'm taking Lance. Um, and I know, look, they say, you know, even Scott, you know, he's like uh, slapped the wrist last night when I was talking about Kyle Pitts and, and tight ends not working out, drafted that high. No, trust your evaluation. I get all that, and I get the whole don't scout the, the school, scout the player. I get all that, too. I am terrified of Ohio State quarterbacks. It's Trey Lance for me. And not just that, the, the specific concerns about Fields, listen, I know he had a phenomenal pro day, he had a phenomenal season, but there's work ethic concerns, there's him being a system quarterback concerns, there's a lot of uh, risk factor that does is not outweighed by his potential ceiling. I know Trey Lance is raw. He didn't play last year. He has uh, little big game experience, but the ceiling with him, if you coach him up correctly and if you're patient, you're talking about Josh Allen level ceiling, Josh Allen level potential. He is, if you want to talk about upside in this draft, Trey Lance is quarterback too. Not behind Lawrence, behind Zach Wilson. So far and away, if it's my choice, I'm taking Trey Lance all day, every day. Call of Judy. One of my favorite handles, very clever. That's like a great like fantasy football name, too, for what it's worth. Appreciate you, dog. 
while Parsons, Micah Parsons, the Penn State linebacker, isn't the best cover linebacker. He covers a lot of space, takes away quick throwing lanes, which is crucial to this defense. His sideline-to-sideline ability complements this linebacker core perfectly. Hey, you're preaching to the choir, Doc. We're both high on Parsons. I think just based on what I've heard uh, and just the amount of time that has passed, the water that's gone under the bridge since the the off-the-field stuff occurred uh, for Parsons, I think he's enough of a transcendent caliber upside linebacker that you take the risk that, hey, that uh, uncouth hazing incident from, you know, three years back, you know, that's in the rear view. I mean, I've been accused of perpetuating what he did or, you know, or trivializing it. Listen, what he did, if it's true, if these allegations are correct, it's wrong and he should be reprimanded in some sort. But I'm not passing on that talent that he brings to the table. You're talking about the best linebacker for my money, three down linebacker in this draft class. You're talking about a potential eight year starter, a potential three down sideline to sideline guy in a Fangio system for now while Fangio's the coach. But you're, he's surrounded in a great locker room behind two big brother types or, you know, in between them, literally in between them, in Chubb and Von Miller. There's there's veteran mentors on the roster. There's younger players on the roster he could bond with. I don't think if Parsons was the pick, those perceived issues in college would transfer to the NFL. I think he's going to be a good pro, and I'd love him to be in Denver. Johnny. Good to see you, brother. Oh, Love hurts. that beard, my dog. Love that beard. How's the podcast doing? I've been busy. I've been really busy the last couple weeks. How is um, nothing rhymes with orange? How's it going? Let us know. Zach, missing out on Eric Wilson is killing me. So little to give for such a fit and a talent. Love you guys, and y'all are my spirit animals. Amen. Yeah, we uh, we lamented the loss of Eric Wilson from the free agent market last night. The wound is still so fresh. I feel it right here. I just, you know – up to three two five million. So up to that's with incentives. You're talking about a one year prove it deal for a twenty six year old year old linebacker coming off a career season can play inside or outside. I know I've advocated for Eric Wilson every podcast, but once more uh, he would have been just such a phenomenal fit in this defense. Just a, a no brainer move for Peyton, and at that cost, considering he wasn't holding out for starters money, he wasn't demanding this egregious salary for one year three two five million. I'm doing that all day, every day. I do think the Broncos kind of missed the boat on Eric Wilson. All right, Tyler, real quick, John. We got Tyler. The stream just jumped on me. And Tyler here is at uh, 712. And then in between, I'll tell you who we're missing. We need Burn the Guitarist, Willie, Tom again, Contender View again, Josh of Rogue Theory again, Chris P., and then we're good. So uh, Burn the Guitarist, Willie, Tom, Contender View, Rogue Theory, Chris. Let's grab Tyler Randall, who – one of my favorite superstars, great dude. And uh, yeah, we've missed, I, I was just uh, thinking about this. In fact, it was, I think it was yesterday. I'm like, I wonder what Tyler's been, dude. He's not having been in the chat. Here he is offering up an explanation as he offers up his support. Appreciate you, bro. It's been a while since I could catch a live pod due to my work getting super busy. We understand. Love the work guys. I'll catch up the, I'll catch the full pod after work. Denver Broncos for life. MHH for life. Appreciate you, dog. Thank you, Tyler. Um, all right, let me see here. Well, John gets a couple queued up. Yeah. A lot of, uh, Teddy Bridgewater stuff that we've basically already addressed. So if I, if we're not grabbing your question, it's because it's a topic we've already grabbed. Uh, Willie, good to see you, brother. Appreciate you. I want less than nothing to do with Teddy. I understand it. I understand it. 
Super, every super chat gets answered, though. You guys know this. But we I do understand it. He's not going to put any lead in your pencil, for lack of a better term. All right. Like he's not blowing the doors down. He's a hedge. And so it all comes down to, as Cliss talked about, Zach, those conditions. And if the conditions are met, I'm amenable to it. You know, if you can get him for under $8 million, a legitimate hedge to put behind Drew as a fail safe, I seriously, I would be okay with that because you do need, dude, last year proved it again. You need to have someone behind Drew. And it's not even so much about a guy showing him the ropes. I could, I, that's not really what I'm worried about. Like Drew, at this point, you've either got a good handle on those ropes or else you don't belong in the league. You've been in the league two years. Joe Flacco, um, who was it last year? Uh, Bortles. Um, Driscoll. Course, of course, Driscoll. But I'm trying to remember if there was someone else in 2019. Brandon Allen. Thank you, Brandon Allen. So if you haven't picked up enough, if you haven't seen enough from those guys, let alone your own coaches, and then your what your own two eyeballs are telling you from your experience on the field, then I don't got any faith in you, Doc. I'm not worried about the mentor. I'm worried about the failsafe, and I think he's he's a plausible failsafe at the right price and condition. I love that analogy, lead in the pencil. The thing is, he's not lead. He's pencil shavings. I mean, he's just, to me, he has been, Chad. He's been used up in the NFL. He's bounced around, and I just think the bloom is off the rose. If they get him, he would be... Oh, crap. In case of emergency, if he has to play, we can maybe skim water. But I'm just so tired of picking up every team's trash and trying to make a treasure. You want to do that, go draft a quarterback and develop him on your own. Then you have your guy for the long term. And at that point also, cost controlled. That's my favorite thing. Burn the guitar so that I want to grab one here from Travis Tarbox on YouTube. Next, John, just FYI, we're at 46 minutes. And tonight, gang. You know, we usually like to let our hair down and not look so much at the clock on Mile High Mailbag Night, but I got to keep it tight tonight. I got to keep it real close to that one-hour mark. So we're going to rapid fire from here on out, but uh, just bear with us. Zach, good to see you, bro. Appreciate you. Hey, guys, just sending some late love. Great pod. Hashtag Denver Broncos for life. Love you, buddy. Really do appreciate you. Another another superstar that that caught on with us at some point during last football season, and he's just been he's already established himself as an all timer with the greatest name known to man. We appreciate you. All right, Travis, what are your thoughts on Kyle Trask? We touched on this a little oh. bit last night, but I wanna I wanna get to it real quick. Um, I am not a fan. He's a guy to me uh, that leaves much to be desired. I I from being too raw. To, in my opinion, lacking some of the traits and tools that you look for, he's around to me, around four at the earliest and beyond guy. Uh, if you wanted to bring him in as a potential developmental guy, take a flyer if he's there late, fine. But like, he's not going to be your answer. In fact, guys, I would recommend I'll put this in the I'll put this link in the chat. Eric Trickle ruled out in his um, Broncos draft fit series, which is kind of like a precursor to finding Broncos. He ruled out three quarterbacks as non-fits for your Denver Broncos. I hate to break it to you. Kyle Trask was among them. Go give it a read when you get some time. Kyle Trask is a younger Joe Flacco with a weaker arm. And if you want a younger Joe Flacco with a weaker arm paired with Pat Shermer, I don't know what to tell you. I want nothing to do with Kyle Trask. Even if he was available in the seventh round, I would pass. He's literally a jag, and he would offer the Broncos nothing in terms of long-term upside. Good to see you, KR. Hey, congrats on your new uh, – was it a, yes. I it was a nephew, right, or was it a niece? Nephew. I think it was, I think it was a nephew. Congrats on that. Uh, Greg here is like, dude, uh, 
Juwan's going to ball out this year. I hope he does. Don't get me wrong. I, look, I want to be wrong on that. It's in the Broncos' best interest for Juwan James to at least start all 16 games, right? Even if he doesn't give you a Pro Bowl-level right tackle play, a, his, his natural talent, because he is a gifted player. That's what's so frustrating about Juwan James is he is a very talented tackle. If he just shows up to work and stays healthy for 16, you'll have a very, very, very good right tackle and offensive line. What do they say, though, Chad, about Ants having certain genitalia? You know, the ifs, the ifs, the ifs. I mean, if he was on the field, he can be a good tackle, but he's rarely on the field, so he's rarely a contributor, and he's pocketed or stole, depending on how you view it, millions of dollars for the Broncos for doing absolutely nothing. So he should know if he has any sort of fortitude, any sort of pride as a player, he knows he's playing for his job this year because the Broncos can get out of that contract next offseason. I want to see if he rises to the challenge, but also I'm I'm not putting all my eggs in Juwan James's basket. I'm hedging against him, and that's why first-round tackle, don't sleep on that. It's a distinct possibility. Tom, good to see you, bro. Again, this is number two from Tom tonight. As long as Drew stays healthy, we really don't need another quarterback unless it's in the later rounds. Thanks, guys. Yeah, but see, it's that old maxim, all right? I'm a guy – I like to drop a lot of one-liners on you all. I know. But it's better to need – or it's better to have and not need than to need and not have. Right, especially at the most important position on the field. You gotta have a head. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies push boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They push girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies push boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They push girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Now, if you're convinced Brett could float the boat, if Drew had to miss significant time, I'm not talking about hey, man, we're going on the road for one week to play the Jets. We need a starter because Drew's hurt. I'm talking like, can you count on him for a quarter of the season if you get a sprained thumb or something like I'm not sure on that. I, I still, I'm pretty optimistic. 
believe it or not, on Brett Rippon, but I want someone with experience because, guys, the Broncos had a modest level of, of momentum last year, even in that weird offseason. They lost a heartbreaker to the Titans in, in the opener because of their head coach. And then that injury to Drew in week two, absolutely in the wake of everything else that they had been hit, hit with and dealt with, that was the deal breaker. That was the turning point in, in the season for your Denver Broncos. Not only did Drew not really fully recover, I mean, he did improve week 11 on, but like the team, it just it sent them reeling. So you want a hedge. I'm sorry. The thing is, though, listen, I'm a Drew Locke fan, but it's not just him staying healthy. He has to earn his job as well. And if he doesn't earn it this year, he should be gone and he will be gone. And the Broncos, if they're smart, they would have that next man up to hopefully take the mantle of the franchise. But that man is not Brett Rippon. That's a career backup and a great guy to have. But you would ideally want someone young, someone with upside that can maybe blossom into that. So that's why I'm of the mind. Save your money, save your uh, you know investment in a veteran quarterback if you don't want to go that route, if you truly want to back up, and just take a flyer on someone in the second or third round and try to build on that. You can have your cake and eat it too. You can have a cost-controlled backup like Helen Mond, Davis Mills, let's say, and also retain Drew Locke on the chance that he blossoms into that franchise quarterback. That's the way I would go. Yes, Jay, there's going to be a mock draft as as per MHH tradition, only this year – it's going to be a little bit different flavor. Now, I'm not going to spoil what the format's going to be, but it's going to be different than just the traditional war room format we've done over the last three, four years. So we'll uh, we'll unveil a little more information on that and a locked-in date here within the next few days. So, yes, rest assured that's going to be a thing. By the way, shout-out to the top stars, our superstars on Facebook for tonight, Randy Jones, very generous uh, stars chat, whatever we want to – I'm just calling it a super chat, okay? Brad Murdoch, Josh Trahill, Tyler Randall. Appreciate each and every one of you guys. Love you. And by the way, John, look for any questions from Randy, Brad, or Josh. We grabbed a super from Tyler, so FYI. Um, all right, real quick here, John, before we grab Rogue Theory, I'm going to grab Dennis Woods. Appreciate you, brother. Up in Michigan, another state of being guy. If you're right, Chad, then we must get Sewell at night, talking about the whole Juwan James. I'll be surprised if, you know. I would not hate it. And if Sewell ends up getting picked before at uh, pick nine, Slater, or trade back, get a Tevin Jenkins. Uh, Christian Derrissaw is interesting. There are some other tackles in this class that are worth a, a long, hard look. Maybe in the second round, Eichenberg, I can never pronounce his name. I, I just call him Zuckerberg yeah. when I want to forget. Yeah. So Eichenberg, he's a tackle. Yes, he can be a, a prospect at Broncos. They were at his pro day, um, maybe second round. But, yes, offensive tackle, Chad, for sure. It's a top-heavy class. It's not just Slater. It's not just Sewell. There's guys who can get in the second, third round. And like we just mentioned for Juwan James, as good as he can be and as good as he was to earn that contract that he got, $51 million, the Broncos cannot rely on him because two years in a row, he's let them down. Josh, good to see you, brother, a.k.a. Rogue Theory, my fellow punk rocker. What's up, guys? Glad to catch you all finally. Being a manager, turns out, is a lot of work. Is that a recent promotion? I'm curious because if so, congrats. And, you know, yeah, you'll get up to speed, I'm sure. Whether it's Teddy or another draft pick, I think we're rolling with Locke, game one and beyond. Go Broncos. Hashtag huddle up squad. Love it, dude. Um, guys, again, the speculation's fun and we relish it. Seriously, I'm not, I'm not tired of the speculation. This is my favorite time of the year. 
I know it's wearing thin on the nerves of a lot of Broncos fans, but dude, I love this time of year. I get, you know, as much as I love analyzing the picks that come in for the Broncos once they're in, I still, I'm, I have like a little postpartum depression of the, losing the speculation of what's going to happen and the team building. And I love that. And look, guys, George Payton, I think if he was convinced, it fell in love with one of these cues, there'd probably already be a deal done and on the table with, with the Falcons. Or maybe that he would have been the one to get to Miami at three. Yeah, I and based on what he said as well, not just the draft aspect, but he's talked up lot quite a bit, and he said as much as he could say, being a new GM, coming into the job, not watching Locke up close, watching tape from last season, from 2019, he believes Locke is at least salvageable, he's repairable as a quarterback, not franchise quarterback for this this organization. So yeah, I think what you said earlier, Chad, is the same thing we've been saying on this podcast since Peyton was hired pretty much. The feeling inside Dove Valley about Locke is a lot more favorable than the feeling outside of Dove Valley. Chris P, good to see you, bro. Appreciate you. Guys, we got a rapid fire from here. Teddy, to Denver? Let's go. So Chris is all about it. Looking forward to this year. Good show, guys. Well, hey, it's not uh, in stone yet. I mean, let's let's not get out over our skis here. But it seems to be in the wind. Um, aside from the Matthew Stafford deal that wasn't, this is the one that has, has – uh, you know, there was rumors unfounded with Wentz, rumors unfounded with Dalton uh, – excuse me, uh, Darnold. Teddy, it's actual Denver insiders saying, saying Peyton's interested in Teddy. So – don't be surprised if he lands here. And if he, uh, I still, Zach and I differ on this. It's rare that we don't share a brain on a specific issue, but I'm not going to cry if Teddy lands in Denver as the hedge to kind of push Locke, provided they don't pay through the nose. You know what's funny, Chad? I think Locke is the only quarterback we've agreed on since we've started podcasting together. You and I were split on Keenan. We were split on Flacco. Locke is the only guy that we've kind of, you know, that's true. On. Uh, we, we, we're, we, we're pretty close on Brett Rippon, right? I mean, we've, we've yeah, as a backup. Yeah, I mean, just the way we view him, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're you're right on that, my my friend. Uh, contender view. Thanks again, bro. I'd give a negative. <laughs> uh, Too much. I wouldn't thanks, do it. Thanks for making a smile, brother. Um, all right. Good. Let me see here. We got Travis with a very generous super chat, number two of the night. Thank you. Love you, buddy. Hey guys. Good evening. Go Broncos. Just taking a step back and going back to the draft and QB situation. Oh, so he was making sure that his question we grabbed was seen on a super. Travis, you're the man, dude. Love you, bro. We got your question. Hope you saw that. And uh, really appreciate you, dude. And this is a guy, Zach, uh, that goes all the way back to the Broncos 247 days. Nice. Thank you, Travis. And, yeah, once again, Chad and I both prefer uh, Lance to Fields in that scenario. Jay, um, there wasn't enough there there with Texas Tech quarterbacks. Um I mean, to answer your question, no one's really popped, but there weren't there weren't guys that were highly. Um, I'm trying to think, like besides Mahomes, who's the highest drafted Texas Tech quarterback of all time? I mean, Cliff Kingsbury. I'm trying to think of some of the other guys. Um, Colt, uh, what's his name? Ended up going to Hawaii. Oh, but- Brennan. Yeah, there's there's not enough like Ohio State has some first round drafted dudes and some high profile like Heisman candidate guys that end up in the pros and just they fall flat. So um, that's to me that's a it's a it's an apples and oranges comp. 
Um, all right, Manny Wise, Zach, you answer this one. Have you heard that there will be an increased role with Mike Shula with the Broncos? This is speculation, and I'll admit yeah. we are the ones that are behind it. By, by we, I mean Mile High Huddle. Last night, Luke Patterson published an article just kind of like trying to connect some dots because, you know, things weren't great. Pat Shermer did not knock it out of the park in year one. Uh, and it was you can try and blame the quarterback, but, guys, you can go position by position at the skill. Which guy did he put in the best position other than maybe Melvin Gordon to succeed? No one. Nobody. All right. <laughs> Not a soul. And so I think there's because it's Peyton's dragging Shula with him to these quarterback pro days, not Shermer. I think it's fair to wonder what's going on there. I'm not making any kind of prediction that he's going to take over play calling right. duties or anything, but it is curious. But I think Peyton knows the way the wind's blowing in the NFL. Shula is a little younger, and I think he may be more in tune with the younger mindset of a quarterback, whereas Pat Shermer, the game seems to have passed him by, and he's perpetually stuck in 2005. Pat Shermer showed last year with his play calling, with his game planning, he's not in tune with today's NFL. So there might be some smoke to the fire or fire to the smoke, whatever, however the expression right. goes, Chad, yeah. that in the organization, they maybe want to see what Shula can do with a young quarterback, be it Locke or a rookie. Uh, Josh, we did get your topic. Hopefully you saw that. And it probably, you know, was just us taking a long time to get to your question, but um, appreciate the stars. As you know, my friend, um, Mark Langley, we need based case, John, for what it's worth. And then I'm current. And then we're out of here. We got three or four more than we got to go. Mark Langley in the house. He was on the show Monday. By the way, I botched that. All right, Mark. So I, I called you on Monday. Be, coming from Florida, like I was just discombobulated, all the traveling and stuff. And all, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, Mark's on tonight. And when I called you, I noticed that you were like surprised. You're like, uh, uh, but you never said anything. You were supposed to come on yesterday, right? Remember? So anyway, thanks for rolling with the punches, my dog. And appreciate the super chat. As always, he says, what's up? Good to see you, Mark. Hope your night's going well. Based Gase in the hizzy, another superstar. Hearing Shula is pounding the table for Fields. Where are you hearing that? And that Fields' work ethic concerns were false reporting by Orlovsky. Yeah, there was a lot of people that uh, poo-pooed the Orlovsky thing on on Fields. I don't worry about his work ethic. It's just a Buckeye QB juju thing. Um, I haven't heard that Shula is pounding the table for Fields. And I'm curious, Based Gase, where you heard that. And if you want, put it in the chat or shoot us an email, milehighhuddle at gmail, because I don't have any connection with you on social media. So do that, my friend. Um, I'm curious. But if so, you got to move up. Why haven't they already traded up to number four for the Falcons? Like, how much longer are you going to risk um, another team beating you to the punch if you are in love with Justin Fields? Well, I mean, it's the quarterback's coach. He can pound the table all he wants, but it's Peyton's final call. So if Peyton's not sold on the field, we're not going to trade up for him. And he has to get, you know, Pat Shermer's opinion, maybe even Elway's opinion. There's It's a whole draft process, like Brian Stark's opinion that goes into it, uh, than just Mike Shula. But I'm interested as well to see uh, what comes of that rumor, if anything. Graham Harrell. Thanks, John. Another uh, Texas Tech prolific passer that flamed, didn't, didn't catch in the league. Uh, NorCal. Yes, of course I remember Tom Brandstatter. Yes, indeed. Uh, Drew, love, appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. As always, one of our great supporters on Facebook. All right, guys, we got to grab these last few supers, and then we got to dip on out of here for tonight. But we don't leave any superstar out in the cold. So, Willie, you the man. Appreciate you. He goes, man, I'm tired of the speculation and mocks. 
Dude, the mocks miss me on the mocks. I could not care less about mocks. And guys, dot, you know, I love you, but hit me, hit me with them in your in my mentions to grade your mock draft. Like, I don't, I'm not gonna do it. Like, I got fish to fry. You know, I got a life to live, and they are ubiquitous. Those mock drafts from fans to media alike, they can be fun. Don't get me wrong, but by this point in the pre-draft season, Zach. I'm over. I'm over mock drafts. I'll listen a little bit to the, like the Daniel Jeremiah's, the Todd McShays, the Mel Kuypers. Uh, what's the Bleach Report, dude? Matt Matt Miller. Matt Miller. Beyond that, nah. Uh, and and Eric's Eric. When Eric does a, Eric Trickle, when he does a mock, I'll pay attention there. Uh, Nick, when Nick Kendall does a mock, I'll pay attention there. But uh, Dave from Georgia, good to see you, bro. Again, number two for tonight. We're gonna see you next next Wednesday. He says, I actually have two favorite teams, the Denver Broncos and whoever's That's playing right. the Raiders. Hashtag Denver Broncos for life. Yeah, I feel you, man. I feel you. The uh, rivalry kind of died a little bit in terms of the acrimony, but the OGs, like if you were a child of the 70s, 80s, or 90s, that hatred for the Raiders will never leave your blood. Your bloodstream will always have those uh, anti-Raider T-cells, right? I mean, just – it used to be one of the most relished uh, NFL rival- rivalries of all time. But the problem is when one team's been good lately, the last like 20 years, the other one's not and vice versa. So, all right, let me see uh, where we're at. I think we're caught up. Let me make sure. All right. Before we dip out, I want to circle back and just make sure we did not miss anyone on Facebook. Now guys, while I'm doing this, checking the back end, Zach, I don't know if it's possible, if you have anything that you've settled on. Um, what do you got cooking for Kelderman's Corner on Sunday? I'm going to leave you in suspense. I have the bare bones of what I want to do because it's it's tough because we're in that purgatory period after the signing period, before the draft, where the rumors have died down. And uh, on that show, we've just drilled down constantly on quarterbacks. So I'm trying to branch out and do more. Um, but we will leave you in suspense. I promise you Sunday afternoon, noon mountain time, two o'clock Eastern. It's going to be good. going to be fire. Be there. Sean Miller. All right. Last thing here, guys, then we got to go. I uh, got to give one last shout out to our supporters, our superstars on Facebook from Randy Jones to Brad Murdoch, to Sean Miller, Josh Trahill, Tyler Randall. Appreciate each and every one of you. It, uh, you know, each one of you are numbered in our hearts. We appreciate you. You mean the world to us. But we got a dip for now, guys. Make sure you're following the podcast on Twitter at Huddle Up Pod, the main account at Mile High Huddle. My partner is at Kelberman at Kelberman NFL. Myself at Chad and Jensen and Buona Beast on Twitter. Don't forget it's at John K M H H. And then, guys, we want to remind you: go get your twenty percent off and free shipping. Use the code Huddle at Manscaped.com. Take care of your boys down below. And then, oh, I almost forgot. I almost forgot. Let me get this. Man, almost forgot to announce the winners of the giveaway. Stand by one second. I'll tell you who it is. I have it on a different sheet somewhere. Hold on one second. Um, bear with me just one sec, gang. Come on, load here. Okay, here it is. Um, Diamond Rattler, Gary Grant. All right, Diamond Rattler, Gary Grant, if you're watching this podcast, send us, excuse me, a uh, email. We need your name, Diamond Rattler. I, I don't assume that that's the name your parents gave you. All right, your address, 
your your t-shirt size, milehighhuddle at gmail.com. All right, congrats on winning. That's two that covers two weeks in a row. We we while I was on vacation, we didn't do it last week. That covers last week, that covers this week. Guys, you want in on that free merch? Some MHH swag, right? Go like and follow the Huddle Up Podcast on Facebook. And with that, Zach, look forward to seeing the show on Sunday. Have a great weekend, brother. Great week. This was another phenomenal week of podcasting, and um, I'll see you then. I know we're out of time, but we do have an announcement, Chad, that we've been oh. prepping and uh, Stand by. excited about. We don't really have a lot of time to go over it, but Chad is going to uh, – Get that ready right now. We're very excited about this. It's for Wednesday, April 21st. We have a special, special guest coming on the Huddle Up podcast. You might have seen my tweet teasing it. We're excited about it. Chad's going to pull it up. I'm going to keep you guys. I'm grabbing it on, uh, I'm grabbing it on Instagram. Those keep of you, you guys- who are following Mile High Huddle on Instagram, you get these special previews. Uh, but here it is. Let me, let me pull it up. And here's the announcement, gang. Man, I can't believe I almost forgot that. That gummit. Here we go. 21st, Graham Glasgow joins the show. That's Wednesday, April 21st, 6 p.m. Mountain, 8 p.m. Eastern. We look forward to uh, picking his brain on some of the issues of the moment. And, guys, that's going to be a little more than a week before the draft. So that'll be appointment listening for the great community that's been with us, Zach, for so, so long. Graham yep. Glasgow starting right guard of your Denver Broncos, hitting the Huddle Up podcast. April 21st. Book it. Super excited, and uh, we're hoping this is the first of several players to eventually come on the show, Chad. We're, we're kicking yep. up in a new gear this year. We're trying to get things going. We've talked about this for a while now. We're stepping up the Huddle Up pod in 2021, and we're starting with Glasgow on the 21st. We could not be more excited. We hope you guys are as well. I mean, it's just something that, frankly, it just takes a, a little, not a little, a lot more legwork to book guests and with all the things we juggle where we have just been more, we've prioritized more just getting on here and breaking down the issues with you guys together. And we think at this point it'd be good to uh, start spicing things up a little and finally bite the bullet and start working with the the team and, and the players and agents and start getting players on. So Graham Glasgow, April 21st, it's going to be a gas. And with that, Zach, sign us off. Yes, guys, uh, have a great weekend, Chad. Have another great week. It's good to see you back, by the way. First of all, podcasting, back to normal. Uh, John, he did a tremendous job getting Glasgow, you know, hooking that up. All credit to John, the yep. producer at John KMHH. Guys, thank you for tuning in with us tonight, uh, all week especially. Another great week, like I said. Be sure to follow the pod on Twitter at Huddle. Follow Chad, as you can see. Follow me. Follow John at John KMHH. We will see you guys on Sunday night for the Huddle Up podcast. And I and Kim Becker will see you for Kelberman's Corner at noon on Sunday. Be sure to be there. Take care. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Huddle Up podcast. Join Broncos Country's deep divers at milehighhuddle.com to keep the conversation going. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies push boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They push girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. 
Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal.